your host, Harmony Patton, aka the Paleo Ballerina. And if you want to heal your skin from the inside out, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Hey, hey, y'all. I am so glad you are back here with me today. So we're going to dive in and talk about the ketogenic diet. Have you guys seen, I mean, it's literally all over the place, at least on my news feed, my Instagram feed. I'm seeing people talk about keto and ketones and ketosis and I mean, it's just everywhere, right? So if you have seen it and you're curious what it's all about, maybe how that might interact with a paleo diet or what that means for those of you with acne or PCOS, we are going to talk all about that today and this episode is for you. Now, before we dive in to the topic and talk about keto, I had a listener question that I actually wanted to answer here on the podcast and uh, so I'm going to read it out and then I will give you guys my answer. So she says, hey, so I have a question for you. I've had acne for a really long time, but only started to get quite bad and cystic over the last few years. I know my acne is definitely hormonal as one week before my period, all hell breaks loose and I'm left with spots that take ages to go away. From your experience, can hormonal acne be cleared with diet or is it or is this a natural problem with my hormones? I do believe that diet can cure certain types of acne, but I'm confused as to whether it can cure mine and doctors are no help. Thank you so much in advance. So I really liked this question because I think that there's a common misconception out there where people think that changing your diet for acne is because of food sensitivities only. So there's kind of like this concept that, oh, I'm breaking out because I'm sensitive to a food and that's why I can't eat it. Now, I mean, to an extent, sure, that's kind of accurate. But when it comes down to it, the main reason that these foods are causing acne for you, there I mean, so that's, there's twofold. There's Two reasons besides just sensitivity. One is the fact that, so our body is made up of cells, right? Our skin is made up of cells. So we have these cells. Imagine a cell being like a nice round, just a a happy little circle that's half protein and half fat. So when we eat damaging foods, so what do I mean by damaging foods? I mean sugar, I mean uh, damaged industrial seed oils like cottonseed oil, safflower oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, things like that. These cells are going to be damaged. And I heard this really great analogy the other day where they were saying it's like building a house out of styrofoam balls instead of bricks, right? So your body is it's going to use those damaged fats and it's going to use those things to continue to make building blocks, but you're essentially like furthering the damage because you're building up new skin cells with damaged cells. Now, what does that mean in the context of like hormones and acne? It means that over time, right, like your body can do that for so long, but over time, the damage is going to catch up to you, right? The damage that you've been causing for years by eating a standard American diet. Now, so that's one way 
so it's damaging your skin cells, right? Like your skin is not going to be healthy and robust if you're eating damaging foods. Now, the other way, and this is one that I talk about a lot, I feel like, and it has to do with your gut, right? So as I mentioned in my episode where I talked all about leaky gut and how that interacts with acne and hormones, so oftentimes hormonal imbalances start with a leaky gut. So your gut when you eat damaging foods, there's cell linings. Again, it comes down to cells. This is cellular, right? This isn't just about like, oh, I want to eat this. I don't want to eat that. Whatever. This doesn't make me feel good. Like this is the building blocks of your body. So it's cellular reaction here. So think of your gut like your stomach. It's just this nice, happy little place and there's a lining in there, obviously. Now, when you eat damaging foods, it damages the cells that make up that lining and have those chain links in there. When that happens, your gut becomes leaky. That's what leaky gut is. And then food particles that you're eating, they can get into your bloodstream. And then from there, they can wreak all kinds of havoc. So what I what do I mean by wreak havoc? I mean they can literally cause hormonal imbalances. They can trigger autoimmunity. So it can make your body start kind of fighting itself, right? Because autoimmunity means your immune system is active but there's no viral infection for it to fight off, right? So instead, it kind of, you're fighting yourself. Your immune system is active as if you're sick, but there's no foreign pathogen for it to fight off. And that manifests in people all kinds of different ways. And acne, although it is not an autoimmune condition, and PCOS is also not an autoimmune condition, they both have characteristics and are very autoimmune in nature. So... What does that mean? That means that they're going to kind of act and mimic autoimmune conditions in your body oftentimes, even though they technically are not, like your immune system is not active and fighting itself, but your body kind of mimics very similar to autoimmunity. So what does that mean in the context of your hormones? If you're someone with PCOS, right, uh, your insulin is going to you're probably going to have problems with insulin and sugar and acne and PCOS really kind of go hand in hand very often. I would say that like PCOS is kind of an extreme, but when it comes down to it, like the root of most people's acne still is the same basic problem, right? It has to do with insulin. So that sugar spikes and cortisol and it's all it's all hormonal, right? All, insulin is a hormone, cortisol is a hormone, and then when it comes to your cycle, it's natural to have hormonal fluctuations, right? You're not supposed to have the same level of hormones throughout the month. They're supposed to be rising and falling, your estrogen and oestrogen and your testosterone and progesterone, like these hormones are all in flux throughout your cycle. It's normal for them to rise and fall. However, If you have all of these other things going on, right, so you have like this leaky gut happening and that's causing, that's starting like this domino effect of a hormonal imbalance, then you're going to see like where your testosterone spikes too much or your estrogen drops too much or your estrogen spikes too much. And that's where we have hormonal breakouts that happen kind of on a cyclical pattern. So it, while it is common to break out during, before, you know, whether it's during ovulation or during your period, you, whatever that looks like for you. It's a little bit different for everyone depending. Um, 
you definitely do not have to experience breakouts always during a cycle. If you balance everything out in your body and your hormones are functioning optimally, so like, you know, your testosterone spikes before, right before your period, but it's not like going through the roof, then you're not going to experience those breakouts. So long story short, the answer, the quick answer to that question is yes, diet absolutely can and has to be taken into account when it comes to these cyclical breakouts. And by fixing up your diet, healing your gut, it's going to get your hormones back in balance, right? There's more that we can do to balance the hormones outside of just healing the gut, but that's kind of like step one. So, you know, get that gut healed by adding in L-glutamine, taking out irritating foods. So, you know, that would be soy, gluten, grains, dairy. You know, you got to eliminate these things first to give your gut the chance to heal and It's like the gut heals, the hormones come back in balance, and then the skin heals. So you might not see it right away. Like there are steps and processes that have to take place before you might see the effect in your skin, but that does not mean that it's not important and not critical to fix your diet, even if you're just experiencing uh, cyclical breakouts or hormonal breakouts with your period. Now, there's a lot more to that that I could go into, but uh, that is not the topic for today. That was just a listener's question that I wanted to address. So if I was you, I would definitely start with the gut. That's what you have to do. You got to start with the gut, heal up that gut, add in L-glutamine, clean up the diet. And honestly, if all you're seeing is breakouts during your cycle, that's typically... It means that things aren't too far off, in my opinion. If for the most part you're not breaking out, but you're just having those breakouts like before your period or whenever it is, it's very manageable, right? That's That's not like the end of the world. It's definitely something that you can get under control. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my basic advice. I would definitely recommend that you do my detox protocol. I have a free detox protocol on my website, and that's going to be a really great way to just kind of get started. So another reason that you can be struggling with this is because, you know, like I said, your hormones are changing and fluctuating throughout. So your body has to detox the hormones that it's not using, right? Like it needs to get them out of your body. And a lot of times it's going to do that through your skin, right? Our skin is our largest organ. It's a huge way that her body likes to detox. So you need to set up other detoxification pathways for your body and help support your body with that. There's seed cycling you could look into if you if you want to do that. Uh, but also really just making sure that your liver is functioning optimally because your liver is a big way for hormones to detox. So, you know, adding in maybe some milk thistle, which is part of my detox protocol. You use milk thistle to help your body You're just kind of supporting that detoxification process and supporting your liver. Uh, Maybe vital proteins, liver liver capsules to support the liver as well and help build it up, and lemon water. So those are all things that you can add in to kind of uh, help out. Granted, I would need to work with you one-on-one to give you like really specific advice and to see what's going on with you specifically, but that's just kind of general general advice for 
breakouts during your cycle. All right. So <clears throat> on that note, uh, one thing I would like to point out real quick is can we just like all appreciate that my voice sounds so much better this week than it did last week? If you didn't listen to last week's episode, my voice was a hot mess. I got sick after I came back from Miami and it's just like this ongoing thing. I haven't fully... I mean, yeah, my voice still sounds a little bit off. I still have a little bit of like a congested sound and I have to blow my nose here and there. But you know what? I'm working through it and I'm here recording for you guys. So hopefully it sounds okay and it's not too distracting that my voice still sounds a little bit off. If you're a new listener, you probably won't even notice. You're just like, oh, this is her voice. She's a little nasally. Normally I'm not nasally, but I am still a little bit right now. Uh, So the reason that I want, I've wanted to talk about keto on here for a little while, partially because like it's such a buzzword right now. I feel like keto is everywhere. Like it is hot right now. Everyone wants to talk about keto. Everyone wants to buy ketones and get into ketosis and blah, blah. Now, keto and ketosis, this isn't, this isn't a new thing, honestly. It's, it's been around, and if you're into the paleo diet, you subscribe to the paleo diet, then you might honestly already be in ketosis because it can happen very naturally. I, for me personally, I definitely was in ketosis for a very long time, and I, I wasn't even doing it intentionally. Like I was eating high fat and low carb, and I, I don't know, I didn't even like notice it. I was just eating a paleo diet and it can happen very naturally when you're eating a paleo diet. So uh, on top of that, I watched this documentary and I was like, okay, I definitely need to talk about this on the podcast now because, so the documentary is called The Magic Pill. It's on Netflix. If you are interested in this topic, definitely go watch it because it's amazing, right? So I wouldn't say that the information in that documentary was new to me per se. It's all stuff that I kind of knew, but it's always, I love watching documentaries like that where, you know, it presents, there's case studies, so it follows a family and then it follows a single woman and like their experiences. They were eating sad, single, uh, single, standard American diet. Uh, And then actually there's another woman that it follows as well. So it follows two different women and then like a whole family. And in the family, there's one daughter who has autism and she's nonverbal. So, you know, she's on the autism spectrum. She, yeah, is nonverbal. And I'm not going to like tell you how it all turns out, but I just find it so interesting. And I love hearing people's stories of how changing their diet affects them and like how it changes their lives. Because if you guys know me at all and you know my story, like changing my diet changed my entire fucking life. Like it's, you know, like I, I never thought that it would and I never thought that it would be that powerful. I always just thought, you know, food is food and you eat it and whatever. You're either fat or you're skinny and blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's, you guys, it's literally so much deeper than that. And when it comes down to it, it's really not even about like an aesthetic appeal type of thing. It's not about, oh, I want to be thinner. Oh, I want to like gain weight or whatever. Like it's about so, 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 so much more than that. It's about the building blocks of our body and yeah, optimal hormone function, all of these things. So definitely if you have Netflix or if like you have a friend that has Netflix or whatever, watch that documentary, The Magic Pill. It's super interesting and 
honestly, like whatever I tell you on here today, when you watch that, you're probably gonna be like, oh yeah, I remember her talking about that a little bit because yeah, the information is out there. This might be redundant for some of you, but I'm just gonna kind of like basically go over the basics of a ketogenic diet, like what it is, what the purpose is and what the whole like idea is behind it. And then, you know, how you would go about following a ketogenic diet and what that means for people with acne and PCOS. So, ah, keto, ketosis. Now, a lot of people also use intermittent fasting with keto. You do not have to though. So today we're going to specifically talk just about keto. Now, what is this word and like what what does it mean? So our bodies produce these things called ketones. And the whole idea behind a ketogenic diet is to fuel yourself on ketones versus glucose. So glucose, right, I think most of you probably know, is related to sugars. So carbohydrates in our bodies break down for the most part. This is going to be very basic, you guys. Let me just preface that. I'm not going to get super sciencey and we're not going to get into the nitty gritty of everything. But let's just be very basic, simple, say carbohydrates, right? So that's like your uh, bread, rice, sugar, whatever. Your body breaks it down into glucose, sugars, and processes it that way. Uh, Fats, can be processed into ketones, but they do have to be specific types of fatty acid chains. Now, the whole idea behind keto is that you're going to not have much glucose available in your body, and therefore your body is going to produce ketones, and you will be fueled from ketones instead of glucose if that makes sense. So the way we do that is by eating a diet that is high in fats and low in carbs. Now, if you are just a regular good old person, you probably were raised, I know I was raised being told fat is bad, let's eat margarine, Uh, you know, there's this whole, and this is where the documentary will give you a lot of great information because I'm not going to go into that today, but there's a lot so much that went into like the research of all of that and the amount of money that went into it and the studies were inconclusive and yet the AHA still continues to try to demonize saturated fats and, uh, you know, these healthy fats that are the building blocks of our cells and of our bodies. So fat is good. There's a lot you can read out there I recommend the book Eat the Yolks by Liz Wolf. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's a great book where she talks about, I mean, she talks about a whole lot of great things and she's funny as well. Definitely read Eat the Yolks if you're interested in this topic. Uh, I'm not going to sit here on a platform for fats, but really, I mean, fats are, are so valuable to our bodies. The quality of the fats, the source of the fats are very, very, very important. And there are studies that have shown that, so, okay, let me backtrack just a tiny bit. When it comes to things, you know, like heart disease, uh, you know, heart attacks, heart failure, I mean, even diabetes, all of these things, right? There are a lot of studies who have tried to blame fats and saturated fats on those ailments. But if you actually look at the research, the main thing that has caused these health problems has 
actually been sugar. So if you want to avoid diseases, you want to avoid, I mean, heart attacks, heart failure, all of these things, you guys, like it's actually very, very, very heavily based on sugar consumption. And that that's going to include under the same umbrella of high carbohydrate consumption. Our standard American diet is very high in carbohydrates and sugars and sugar is added to everything, right? Like you get a loaf of bread and there's high fructose corn syrup in it. I'm not even going to get into all of that today. But the whole idea with keto is that you're eating healthy fats and you're putting your body into a state of ketosis where you are fueled by fats versus fueled by glucose, right? So you're doing lower carb. You're not going to be eating as much sugar. You're definitely not going to be eating as much bread. Now, if you're a woman, your carb count does need to be a little bit higher than if you're a man because we do need more carbs for our hormonal production and, you know, Like for me personally, I have to have a certain amount of fat on my body in order to keep a cycle and in order to not kind of regress into my old PCOS symptoms Uh, when I was too low body fat percentage. And that wasn't intentional, you guys. I was eating a ton and I was eating really, really healthy. I wasn't like starving myself. But when my body fat percentage was too low, I was not able to keep a cycle and I would spot and yeah, not have a period. And when I put on literally like five pounds, it wasn't anything crazy or drastic. It was five pounds that I put on and I got my period back like right away. So as women, we need a certain amount of body fat in order for our bodies to recognize like, hey, we're not in starvation mode. Hey, things are safe. It's safe to reproduce. It's safe to have a period and it's safe to get pregnant if we want to, right? Our bodies need to be able to recognize that. And the way that we do that is by having a little bit of body fat on us. Too bad, so sad, all right? So saturated fats are good, all right? They are actually good for you. (laughs) I, I might have some people on here. I mean, if you're still a person who like is scared of fats, I get it, but you do need dietary fats for your body to function. And doing a low fat, high carb, don't get me wrong, you guys, like especially if I have anyone on here who's a fitness competitor or like a former fitness competitor, I know that more often than not, you're going to try to do low fat and probably higher carb in order to get to that state of leanness that you want for, you know, to step on stage or for show day or whatever it is. But that isn't necessarily healthy. And I think It's just a very common misconception, right? So if you're eating for health, going higher fat and lower carb is going to be great for you. And I mean, you guys, like you can look this up. You can watch the documentary. There's a lot of information out there on keto. I want to talk a little bit about ketones specifically. You've probably seen a lot of people talk about um, like buying therapeutic ketones. There's Prove It the the company and you know you can buy all kinds of ketones out there and uh, I feel like that's a little bit a little bit of false marketing just a just a tad bit now 
the only reason I say that is because you're not actually putting ketones in your body. What you're putting in your body are medium chain triglycerides, which is a type of fatty acid chain. And when you consume those, your body produces ketones. So what does that mean? That means you could buy an MCT oil, which is medium chain triglycerides. I've talked about this before on Instagram and on Facebook. You can buy an oil. You could buy like a brain octane oil. There's a lot of science behind this and the types of fats and all of that. And um, you do have to be consuming these fats in order to go into ketosis. So, uh, you know, it's really great. Like, and I, I don't want you guys to get me wrong. I have absolutely nothing against buying therapeutic ketones. I think they're actually really, really amazing. And you can actually buy powdered MCT oil as well. You don't have to buy it in oil form, but it's really great to throw in like coffee or tea and you can blend it up and it gets all nice and frothy and delicious. And I love to put, uh, I like I, right now I have a brain octane oil before that I just had a regular old MCT oil it's flavorless odorless uh, you just add some into your coffee in the morning and you could also add some like Kerrygold butter grass-fed butter or ghee uh, and I also like to add in my collagen peptides and you can blend that up whether it's cold or hot or whatever with some cold brew coffee or tea and you know you could even add some coconut milk to that full fat coconut milk you know, in the can, or you could add some heavy cream and just like put a little stick blender in there. It's going to become frothy and delicious and amazing. And that is a great way to actually start your day. So you're getting in a good, healthy dose of fats. You're starting your body off right. And it's a great way to not have cravings as well. That's one thing that's really nice about consuming a lot of fats and a lot of healthy fats is that for me, I find it very satiating. So, you know, I don't usually walk away from a meal with cravings and unsatisfied when I've had enough dietary healthy fats. And it's because your body, again, is going to start running off of the ketones that it produces versus running off of the glucose. But you do have to make sure if your body has a ton of glucose, it's going to use the glucose first. So you're not going to produce ketones and you're not going to be able to go into ketosis if you're having too much sugar or too many carbs because, again, your body's going to use up the glucose first. So that means you do have to go lower carb. And, you know, I think definitely not just eating higher in fat, but adding in an MCT oil or a brain octane oil or... Uh, you know, therapeutic ketones or powdered MCT oil, whatever you want to do, I think adding that in is really great, especially if you want to get into ketosis, you want to start seeing the benefits, then do that. Add something like that to support your body and help your body get into a state of ketosis. Now, what does a state of ketosis look like? Oftentimes, you're going to see your body burning fat. So you're going to use your fat as fuel. I'm sure you've seen people say fat as fuel, right? So that's both dietary fat and your body fat, right? So it's going to use your fat. It's going to produce ketones and you can actually buy strips that like test to, you test your urine to see if you're in ketosis yet. So if you're not sure, maybe you've been eating keto for a while, but you don't know if you're in ketosis or not. You can buy those strips to test and see, hey, is my body, you know, using fat as my fuel or am I still running off of glucose? Because your body's going to have to run through your glucose store first before 
you get into a state of ketosis. So it, it can take some time depending on where you're starting, what your diet looked like beforehand. Uh, but as far as the benefits of keto, right. So you're going to, oftentimes you'll burn fat. And uh, on top of that, the thing that I really like about it is that having these healthy fats and eliminating damaged fats can really do a great job for your hormones because, again, cells, building blocks, right? Hormonal balance requires healthy cells. It requires robust cells. And your cells are made up of fats and protein. So you have to have healthy fats and healthy protein to make up these cells, have a healthy gut lining, and it's kind of just, you know, this whole big domino effect again. So it can really help with hormonal balance and also, guys, your skin cells, right? Your skin cells are also made up of fats and protein, right? Cells, they're, they're I mean, I mean, I was going to say they're simple, but I mean, they can obviously be complex. I, I'm not a scientist. Hashtag not a scientist. But... In order to have healthy skin cells, you have to have healthy dietary fat, right? We want to be full and robust in our skin and going into ketosis and, you know, running off of animal fats and coconut oil and avocado and these healthy fats can really do wonders for your skin, both hormonally and that's why women with PCOS, I definitely recommend um, a ketogenic diet or, you know, at least doing low-ish carb, higher in fat in general. And a lot of that is because of this insulin thing that I mentioned earlier, right? So if we want to balance out our hormones, we can't be running on glucose. If you have insulin resistance, which oftentimes PCOS is linked to insulin resistance, and again, there's just this insulin response that happens when we eat sugar, and your body obviously is not processing it very well because you're broken out and you have acne. So we have to get those hormones under control. And the insulin balance is a huge piece of that because, again, insulin is a hormone. So doing something like keto or, you know, low carb, high in healthy fats, I want to stress that healthy fats can really be amazing for your skin. Now, I'm just going to go over a couple of foods that you want to try to incorporate. When I say healthy fats, what I'm referring to. So what do I mean when I say healthy fats? I mean tallow, lard. If you don't know what tallow is, tallow is like the fat that that cooks off of beef. Uh, lard is the fat that cooks off of pork or bacon. So one of my favorite cooking oils is to use reserved bacon fat. You know, I always save my oils after cooking meat. And I honestly, I like to just reuse the same pan for my next thing that I cook. <clears throat> so uh, that's going to be eating. One thing I want to specify is this is a little asterisk, right? So we want tallow and lard from healthy pasture-raised animals. So you do not want to be getting conventional pork, conventional beef, and using those fats because the animal typically ate grain, they ate soy, they ate corn. That was how they were fed in order to fatten them up for the slaughter, right, and for the meat. So you actually do not really want to eat the fats from those meats because they store 
everything in the fat, right? The, the fat is a place where they store all of their toxins from this terrible diet. So if you're eating conventional meat, you actually want to trim off the fat. But if you're eating good quality beef, sustainably raised beef and pork and chicken, the fats that cook off of those meats are extremely healthy. They have a completely different nutritional profile. Like, you guys, this is what I find just amazing. Like, the nutrients that you get from conventional beef versus pasture-raised beef are totally different. Pasture-raised beef, you're go- and that's not pasteurized. That's different. Pasture-raised, meaning they were grass-fed and grass-finished, so they lived on a pasture. So you're literally going to get omega-3s. You're going to get all of these nutrients that you don't even get in conventional beef. So the fats that cook off of those meats are great to use for cooking fats. They're very stable at high heats. Uh, We're also going to eat things and consume things like coconut oil, avocados. Avocado oil is great. Olive oil is great. Olive oil, though, I would not cook with. Uh, If you are looking for a good olive oil, I love Cassandrino's extra virgin olive oil. That is literally the only olive oil I will use. Uh, what else? Uh, egg yolks. So eating the whole egg, not just eating the egg whites, right? All of these things, butter, grass-fed butter. A lot of these things you're going to think are the things exactly that have been demonized by the AHA, the American Heart Association. And that is not an accident, right? I'm not going to go into all of that either. There's so much more here that I could go into, but I'm trying to keep today's episode short. I just want to get you guys this information and I want you to explore the option of maybe trying out keto. Maybe at least like if you're if you're not eating paleo, maybe try eating paleo because it's really like you're going to start eating whole foods. And I found myself naturally kind of like, you know, dousing my vegetables in healthy fats and, you know, you're eating a lot of good quality meat and cooking with the reserved fat from those meats and you're eating the fat on the meat and you're eating avocado and you're eating, you just kind of naturally eat a lot of healthy dietary fat and you kind of can naturally go into a state of ketosis without even thinking about it, right? You're still going to eat carbs. You're still going to eat sweet potato. You're going to eat your root veggies. You're going to eat butternut squash. You're going to get in natural sources of carbs without getting in a bunch of sugar. And you're going to support your body and the building blocks of your body by eating in this way. And that's really what I love about it. So, um, Yeah, that's really what I have for you today. Like I said, I wanted to keep today's episode a little bit shorter. And I also just kind of wanted to get you guys this information, just very basic information so you know what keto is, why people are doing it. You know, oftentimes when you go into ketosis, your brain fog lifts. You have a lot more energy because you're fueled by fats and ketones instead of running on glucose and insulin where you have sugar spikes and then drops and you're you're energetic and then you're crashing and all of these crazy things that happen throughout the day when you're running on glucose versus running on fat. So with all of that being said, I hope you guys found this information helpful. I hope you found it super interesting because I find this stuff, um, I guess I'm a little bit of a nerd, but I find this so fascinating, the ways that our body the building blocks of our body, how our bodies run, how we're fueled, what that means for hormonal balance and PCOS and cycles and acne, you guys. Like it is so crucial to get your body in balance if you want to heal your skin. And diet, 
always matters. It doesn't matter like what your root cause of acne is. Getting your body fueled with healthy, real food is always going to be crucial. That's a building block of life, right? Like to be a healthy person, a healthy human that continues to live, you have to be fueling your body correctly. So if you want to try out a diet like this, you know, maybe you haven't even tried paleo or anything, but you want to try to start clearing your skin from the inside out, I do have a free detox that's available on my website. If you go to www.thepaleoballerina.com slash acne subscription, you just subscribe there and then it comes right into your inbox. You can download it along with a bunch of other documents I have in my resource library. I actually have a list of healthy fats on there as well for acne. And uh, in addition to that, maybe like you've already kind of been toying with this stuff, you've been eating kind of healthy for a while, but your skin still sucks, you're not really sure what's going on, I am accepting applications for the wait list of my 12-week one-on-one coaching, you guys. And I love this program because I love working with you one-on-one and hearing your results and hearing your stories and how things are changing for you just by changing your diet. I mean, even my five-day detox, one of my close friends who has chronic Lyme disease, she, and she actually listens, so if you're listening right now, hey girl, hey, Um, but she did my five-day detox last week and she's been having, you know, a lot of recurring Lyme symptoms recently she had a bit of a flare and she's had like neck stiffness for she's I think she said like a month and after just doing the detox for five days she said that the stiffness is like gone and it's feeling so much better and like every little thing you guys is so important and it matters so much to me and just like hearing that you know doing the detox made any kind of impact and made her feel better in any way like that literally makes my life you guys this is why I do what I do because it's impactful it's important it's life-changing because you just feeling better and even just like not having that brain fog and working with you guys and seeing you getting your periods back your skin is getting clearer you're healing your scars are going away you know you're feeling better about yourself you're feeling more confident you're going out with no makeup on like these results that you guys get from working with me one-on-one and even just yeah from doing the free detox whatever it is like that is why I do what I do that is why I'm so passionate about this work because it changed my life And being able to share that and help other people change their lives and see the possibility that there is, is just fucking fantastic. And that is why I do what I do. So if you're ready, like if you're ready to take ownership of your life and your skin and your confidence, go apply. All right. It's thepaleoballerina.com slash questionnaire. Go there right now, fill out the questionnaire, and let's see if working together is a good option for us. I love you guys so, so, so much. If you listened to this episode, if you loved it, share it on your Instagram stories, and I will share you back. All right, I love you guys. Over and out. Bye.